Hello, my name is Meg. Welcome to the Unedited Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. The goal of this podcast is to help you both develop and enjoy the habit of daily Bible reading and prayer. About 20 years ago, at a very low spot in my life, I was convicted to begin this simple discipline, and I looked up years down the road to see how God had used this habit to heal deep places in my heart and do incredible things in my life. And so over the years, it's really become my greatest passion to help others get to know Jesus through His Word and through His presence. Through this podcast, I'm hoping to help you see the Word of God with fresh eyes, to learn to slow down with your Bible, and ultimately to fall in love with your Bible. So thank you so much for joining me today. I'm so, so grateful to have you here. Today, I am going to talk about encouragement. I had a previous episode planned. I actually had today's episode recorded. And this morning, I was walking and I was just talking to the Lord about a few particular situations that many people in my life are facing, praying through some different prayer requests. And as I was just in this conversation, I really, really felt God just lay a few verses in my heart and kind of change up the direction for today's podcast. I know that many people are discouraged and we really don't have to look very far to see the challenges of today's culture to feel the heaviness of the present hour. But a few of the verses that came to my mind this morning um, were Revelation 12, 12. It says, The devil is come down unto you, having great wrath, because he knows that he has but a short time. And I don't want to take anything out of context. I recognize that that is a verse having to deal with the end time. But I do believe the power of Antichrist is in the world. And if you are determined to walk with God, to live for God, to seek God, and to make an impact on the kingdom of God, the devil's wrath is pitted against you. And that is part of that spirit of discouragement that we are feeling. Daniel 7.25 also came to my mind, and it says, He shall speak great words against the Most High, and he shall wear out the saints of the Most High. And I do believe we're beginning to see that. I know that all the fulfillment of end time events has not begun to, or has not unfolded, but it's beginning to unfold. And there is just this wearing out of the saints of the Most High that is happening around us. We are stretched. We are pressed. We are just pulled apart to our max in so many regards. I was also reminded of Numbers 21.4. It says, And they journeyed from Mount Hor by the way of the Red Sea to compass the land of Edom, and the soul of the people was much discouraged because of the way. This is talking about the children of Israel when they're in the wilderness. And just that phrase, they were much discouraged because of the way. And the way can be very discouraging. The road to heaven can be very long, can be very treacherous. It can come with a lot of pitfalls and a lot of snares. And the enemy is certainly out trying to defeat and to destroy every child of God. It tells us very emphatically in the word of God that he comes but to seek and to kill and to destroy. That is his purpose. And he will do that through any means that he can. And discouragement is a powerful tool. I remember hearing a little story. This is just coming to my mind right now but of the devil 
showing the tools in his toolbox to someone. And he pulled out a tool, and it was the tool of discouragement. And he shared that that was the most powerful tool that he had because discouragement weighs us down. It gets us questioning things, makes us feel like we cannot go on. And I just felt so strongly to remind us all today that the enemy is working overtime at what he does. And we have the power to make a difference in each other's lives. And so not only did I feel today to remind you that so much of the discouragement that we're facing and the fear that we're facing and just that wearing down because of the way and because of life circumstances that it's coming from the enemy, but also that we can make a difference by sending texts, by sending calls, by sending cards. We have the power to lift up the people around us. And encouragement can come in so many forms. I know I just mentioned a few, but I do believe passionately in the power of handwritten notes. So in conjunction just with that sense that the devil is working overtime to discourage us, I just had it come into my heart to challenge each of us to send a note or notes this week to lift up those around us. And I've discovered something so powerful with notes God has had people send me notes that literally reached me at just the right moment where they scraped me up off the ground and gave me courage to keep going. And I've discovered that so much of the power of a handwritten note is in the timing when God leaves somebody on our hearts. We don't know what they're facing, but if somebody's name comes to my mind one time, two times, three times, four times throughout a day, I do my very best to get out a pen and paper and send them a little note. It does not have to be fancy. The timing is going to be more powerful than what you actually put in it. You certainly could send a scripture. Scripture is always powerful. Ask God for a verse to share with them. Speak kind words. Speak uplifting words. Anything that's going to make you smile is going to make them smile more than likely because we're human and encouragement is often a universal language. Your note doesn't have to be fancy or eloquent. But I really do believe that we send little rays of sunshine out into the darkness when we choose to put handwritten notes in the mail. And again, texting is great. Calling is great. Emails are great. Face-to-face meetings are great. But there is just something extra special, in my opinion, about the power of a handwritten note. And so I felt to just issue a challenge today to each of us to be encouragers and to send a card into the wide world. Before I go to today's unedited entry, I wanted also to recommend two books that have ministered to me greatly. First of all, Hind's Feet on High Places. It is an allegory with the main character whose name is Much Afraid. And she starts off on a journey to the high places. And it's all sorts of different things that she encounters on this journey. And it's just painted such a vivid picture in my mind of the journey to heaven and some of the things that we face. One thing that I've really been able to recognize since reading that book is self-pity. And self-pity is a party for one. And we often greatly enjoy our pity parties. But they're not of God. And they don't help us be productive in this life. And so as a result of that book, when I start 
wrestling self-pity, I recognize it and it's really, really helped me. Second book that I'd like to recommend is Pilgrim's Progress. It was written a very long time ago and it's written in Old English, kind of like the King James Bible. You may want to get maybe an abridged version. I actually have been most impacted by the children's version, which has illustrations. And it's another allegory. It was a dream that a man named Paul Bunyan had. And again, it just kind of walks you through different characters that you meet on the road to heaven, different places you walk through on the road to heaven. He ends up in the prison of despair at one point, and he finds that it opens with the key of promise. One of the most impacting scenes from that book for me has been when the main character, Christian, walked through the valley of the shadow of death. And the picture that is painted, again, in the children's version of the book, comes to my mind. And I've walked through a few seasons where it's felt like that. Like it's just flames on either side of a very narrow path. But I am reminded when I see that image in my mind of the fact that Jesus said that the Bible says in Psalms 23, as David wrote, that yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for thou art with me. And so... Again, just wanted to share those two book recommendations with you, Hind's Feet on High Places and Pilgrim's Progress. Both will paint just a picture for you of the road from the point of salvation all the way to heaven. And so today, be encouraged. God is fighting for you. God is with you. No matter what season you're in, he is walking with you and he is going to get you all the way to heaven. Just keep your hand in his. If you've fallen, get back up. And today, I am going to share a little journal entry, an unedited entry, called The Power of Lifting Others. Without further ado, The Power of Lifting Others. Last night, driving home from church, some thoughts regarding encouragement and discouragement began to form in my mind. It was almost as if God painted a picture, and I'm not sure I'll do it justice here. It came to mind that the opposite of encourage is discourage. It subsequently came to mind that the core of both words is courage. Almost immediately after this thought, I saw a picture of a heart, just a simple line drawing of a heart. On one side was dis and on the other side was n. One heart and two prefixes. Lying in bed, the thoughts began to develop a little and this morning they're still there, so I did some Google research. This is interesting to me. The definition of discourage is to deprive of courage or confidence, to dishearten. And that is exactly what I sense is going on in this day and age, that the enemy is trying to dishearten us and to rob us of courage and confidence. The definition of encourage is to inspire with courage, spirit, or hope to hearten. Hearten means to give heart or to cheer. Dishearten and hearten. This goes exactly with the picture in my mind. Our hearts, the core of who we are, the place that houses our motives and mindsets are constantly being pulled upon, pulled downward. There is a constant attempt of the enemy to deflate our heart. Dis means lack of, removal, or reversal. Our hearts are pulled down by many things. Life circumstances, 
our good friend Bill, who has a lot of other friends named Bill, our flesh, diagnosis and loss, ongoing grief, fear and uncertainty, disappointments and unmet expectations, trials, mental, emotional, and physical pain. The list could go on endlessly, but that is enough to demonstrate how our heart is constantly being pulled upon. Life and the enemy are constantly pulling us downward, attempting to dishearten, to take away our courage. This is where encouragement comes in. Encouragement heartens us, bolsters us, and pushes us upward. The prefix en means to put into or onto, to cover with, go into, cause to, be, provide with. Encouragement counter-affects the downward pull of life and the lies of the enemy. When we encourage someone, we are heartening them. We are lifting them up and putting a little air back into their deflated heart. Discouragement pulls down. Encouragement pushes up. Discouragement disheartens. Encouragement heartens. Encouragement comes in many forms, but ultimately encouragement is kindness in action, concern expressed, and love on display through words and gestures. Encouragement is a powerful force. It pushes another's heart up, and it is powerful because it requires us to take our focus off of our own lives and instead see the dis in another's. We are required to use our energy to push up another's sagging soul, and in the process, our own frail heart is strengthened. That strengthening is a life-changing aspect of encouragement. When you lift up another's heart, when we encourage someone else's heart that has dipped low, we are strengthened in the process. It is an unintended benefit of encouragement. It would seem the work, effort, and energy expended would drain and deplete, but it has the reverse effect. Encouragement for others encourages you. There are two quotes I love and they fit here perfectly. There is no better exercise for the heart than reaching down and lifting people up. John Holmes. And James Barry said, Those who bring sunshine to the lives of others cannot keep it from themselves. This principle is also in the Bible. The merciful man doeth good to his own soul. Proverbs 11.17 Another translation says your own soul is nourished when you are kind. You're doing it for them, but you simultaneously are ministered to. Encouragement is powerful. It heartens another while also heartening you. Encouragement is powerful, but it is also spiritual. There are people who will continue on on the often difficult journey to heaven because someone encouraged them. Someone heartened them at a moment they thought of turning back. That little push will fuel their heart to recommit to going all the way. A word of encouragement and act of kindness at the right time can make a difference in eternity. The Apostle Paul, though arguably one of the greatest men in Scripture, was a man who knew much weakness and suffering, and laced throughout his letters are kind words of those who had encouraged and heartened him. Of Stephanus, Fortunatus, and Achaeus, he says, For they have refreshed my spirit and yours. Of Titus, for when we were come to Macedonia, our flesh had no rest, but we were troubled on every side, with outward fightings and with inward fears. Nevertheless, God that comforteth those that are cast down comforted us by the coming of Titus. Wow, God comforted them through a person. Of Aristarchus, Marcus, and Justus, he says, 
These only are my fellow workers unto the kingdom of God, which have been a comfort unto me. Of Onesiphorus, the Lord give mercy unto the house of Onesiphorus, for he oft refreshed me. This mighty apostle was not impervious to the downward pull of discouragement and often even states he despaired of life, or once even states. But God used people to push him up, to refresh his spirit, and to hearten him. No one will go without the need of encouragement, and these men listed here were scripted into the bestseller of all time because they were encouragers. History would have forgotten them long ago, but because of their encouragement, millions have read their names. Likely this was not their intent, they were just doing what Christians do, but in the, kind, in the process of kindness expressed, they've been remembered. And just like that, our kindness, our decision to pour out on others and lift others' hearts will see us scripted into their story. Feeling down? Look for someone to lift up. Ask God for an assignment of encouragement. Feeling disconnected? Meet some new faces and look for ways to refresh them. Don't do it for you, do it for them, but you will find that in seeking encouragement assignments, in lifting others' hearts, God will do a greater work in your own heart than you could ever imagine. The hour is dark and many hearts are low. Let's shine bright and get lifting. Don't diss them, but encourage them. Hearten and cheer others. Hooray for today. I'd also like to read an excerpt from a little poem by Ella Wheeler Wilcox called Which Are You? And it says this, There are two kinds of people on earth today, just two kinds of people, no more I say. Not the good and the bad, for tis well understood that the good are half bad and the bad are half good. No, the two kinds of people on earth I mean are the people who lift and the people who lean. Again today, just a simple reminder that the enemy of our souls is working overtime to tear us down, to destroy us, to discourage us. It's a powerful tool that he uses repeatedly. Let's be encouragers in each other's lives. Let's be lifters. And if you would, I would greatly, greatly recommend and even challenge you to send a note today. Put some stamped mail sunshine in the mailbox. Your encouragement is going to make a difference in somebody's life, but it's also going to make a difference in yours. Thank you so much for joining me for this journey. I look forward to meeting up with you again next Friday. If you have questions or to download a typed or handwritten transcript of today's entry, you can visit MegUnedited.com. For now, go grab your journal, your Bible, and maybe a note card. I so look forward to the power of this habit in your life. This is Unedited. This is for you. Happy Friday.